Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Metaphysical Hour. I'm Julia Cannon, and this is my co-host, Tracy Mahan. Thanks <laughs> all here. And we're coming to you live from... I remembered Florida. it was Friday about 30 minutes ago. Wow. Very good. I'm glad you remembered. So. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, I'm done for the day, and I was sitting on the couch. Oh. Yep, and I was holding a little latte, and then I was like... Oh my gosh, it's Friday and I grabbed my phone. There's something. There's something. Yeah. (laughs) What is it? So it's good to be here. (laughs) So it was almost me and Tiffany doing the show. Is that what you're saying? It was really close. You guys probably, and I think my phone was still on mute from, I was doing the voice coaching today. So my phone was muted. (laughs) So you may not have reached me, but I think your mom did. Yoo-hoo, little lady. Uh, hello. Don't be too comfortable. <laughs> Don't be too comfortable in that chair. So there we are. Uh, yeah. I love, I anyway. love how we do get our messages. <laughs> like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's it saved me so many times. But yeah. All right. So let's see where everybody's from. You were asking that beautiful question. Um, you are these blips of light on the grid or. Yes. Okay. We're lighting it up in New York, Australia. Um, we are lighting it up and hello, hello, hello. Hello to everybody saying hello. Yeah, make sure to say where you are because that lights your face. Diana, Leah, I don't know how to say this name. L-A-M-I-J-A. I'm spelling it for you because you deserve a shout out too. Lamija? Maybe. Yeah. Um, okay, we've got Lisa Sunflowers. Ooh, pretty little little name. If that's your real name, that's even better. Okay, Juliet, Nicole, uh, Drea, and Heather. Are they saying where they're from? Are they just saying, hey? A lot of them were saying hello. So now we're, yes, I'm glad you brought me back into that. So we've got Minnesota. Then missing with France. Juliet's from France. Uh, Nicole's from our Juliet. Oh, we got two Juliets. How fun is that? One's from Minnesota, one's from France. Cool. And we've got Scott from, don't see where Scott's from, but hello, Scott. We, we've we got, oh, Arkansas, Heather, New York, Belinda. Yeah, Missouri, Vegas. Heather, and- Heather in Arkansas? Is that Heather yeah. that I know? Is that you, Heather? Very <laughs> <laughs> late. Hmm. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. Very late. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we've got a lot: Missouri, Las Vegas, England, Carolinas, uh, Ohio. We've got <laughs> Slovenia. We've got the UK. We've got St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, again with the UK and Hawaii, we've got cool. Long Island, New York, Trinidad, Connecticut. You guys are everywhere. Washington, yeah. Missouri, Phoenix. Okay, hello from Oregon. That's what I was looking for. I was just going to say, is your Oregon there? Because I got Missouri, Arkansas. So. Where's my peeps? <laughs> we got Washington State. Other Australia, Tracy from Australia. You're always here with us. Hi, Tracy. Any, any Austins? Um, we <laughs> come on, Austin. 
It just says Texas. 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 We got Colorado. We got Canada. We got New Zealand. We've got anyway, you guys Israel. Everybody. Everybody's here. Gang's all here. You guys all are over the world. But guys, do you see? Do you see what <laughs> we're seeing where we're all from? And it's like, oh my gosh, we're everywhere, all over the world. See how you're lighting up the grid? Yeah. That's <laughs> so exciting. It's like a it's like a disco ball. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so fun to have everybody here. If you guys want to ask us questions, please type, go to one of the places we're live streaming. Probably the most easiest place is my YouTube page. I'm just kidding. We have this little competition. <laughs> YouTube page is going to get the most viewers. So that is um, just go Tracy Mayhem and YouTube. It'll take you right to the best location to watch us live. Or Julia Cannon, whatever. <laughs> Julia's been click, winning, you guys. On, I like, feel like underdog. I think it's, they have to click on it, and then that gets them into the chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah click on it to open it up when you're commenting, and then it's going to give you, it's going to feed it into one big uh, mm -hmm. chat that Tiffany, which is Julia's daughter, by the way, is going to be our moderator in the chat room. She collects the questions, and when we open that up, she'll read them to us. So you want to put Tiffany in there in capital letters mm -hmm. so that she knows you're asking a question. It makes it easier for you to find yes. to find you. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yay. I think yeah. I, think I know, need And I have a question that somebody asked um, this week to me through another avenue and i told him i would answer it on the show tonight we, we talked about it on the show tonight i'm not going to answer it, but we'll talk about it oh. um, and then also i wanted to give another shout out to you know that we were talking about the resetting question last week and that was really the more i thought about it you know tiffany came in with she sees like like when you reformat you reframe something like maybe that's a resetting oh. like you know the more i think about that that feels so right so yeah. watch last week's show if you didn't to see what we're talking about there. But it's about how to reset. Yeah. Thing, you know, it's and, a reset. How do we reset? Yeah. And how many times do we reset? Right. Exactly. And see, yeah. it's, like, it's so easy. It's not like some, ooh, you know, it's just every time <laughs> you reframe something, you're resetting the entire event. Yeah. Duh, that's brilliant. Total sense. Not just because it was my daughter that said it. it. It's like, man, that makes so much sense. The reset. Mm -hmm. All right. So, okay. Is that is that what you wanted to talk about this no. week? Was no. there something different? No, there's something okay. else. Somebody was talking about. Um, she was talking. About, she her daughter is autistic, and um, and she said she saw where mom talked a little bit about that on some things, and she was just wondering if we could talk more about like what anything we have found and stuff like that, or what you know, in general. Um, and she was talking about how sensitive she is and, and um, uh, some different things that we know. I mean, this is what many of the, the, the beings when they're coming in, like they, they plan this. Okay, everybody, when we come in, we are planning what our life will be. We plan the body we will come in. We plan anything and everything that's going on with it because those are experiences that we have chosen. So, yeah. um, 
so if someone is coming in choosing that, it's like, why would they do that? Because she was talking about how, how difficult it can be and how they're very sensitive to things and stuff like that. But that's one of the that's one of the key figures, the key things that we found. So what have you found on that, Tracy? And then I'll come um, to what so there's a lot there's a lot that goes on with that. Um one is pointing out to us a lot of things about our world that we're living in. Like these are highly sensitive uh beings coming in right now, right? And they're so sensitive, it's it's really making us be aware how harsh our environment can be. Our oh, foods, true. our our external stimulation, all the things, um, you know, how we're tuning out on things. I mean, some of the shows even that they put on TV where they're honoring the the autism or the spectrum and, you know, they, they're they like doing like this one show where they did the, the high school dance and everyone wore headphones so that the, the sensitive yeah. students could be at the dance with them. Um, you know, just becoming more aware of the sensitivities of this world and you know, we're we're seeing more and more and more of this happening, more of these spectrum children coming in. And I don't know about you guys, but when you see some of the, the stuff that is considered on the spectrum, it's like, oh, I might fit that. You know, and it's like Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so but then so I've also heard things like, okay. Asking questions about children that have autism and or highly sensitive and having a difficult time asking that higher self, what is going on with that? And it's part of us getting to that 5D earth. And when we reach that frequency, they're not on a spectrum anymore. So that's the good news. Well, okay. Now, when you said that, something, it just flashed in here is when, when mom was talking about the different waves, you know, in the last wave, the children, and they're not children anymore, but that's continued to be, you know, these, these, that last wave is all this new, whatever you want to call it. There's no, mom just call them waves. People have all these labels and everything. I don't know right. if that's really important, but, but it's like, it's a continuous, a continuance of that wave that keeps coming in. And the main thing about that wave is they are teaching us how to move forward and how to work with the new DNA because they already have it intact. And so now, yeah. now with you saying it, see, it's probably showing us how then how to work with all these things in this new frequency. Yeah. We're desensitizing ourselves. And, yes, and yeah. you know, obviously if they are coming in with that new DNA, then this world would feel a little too intense for them. Right. So. Yeah. And, and like you said, well, they're, they're so sensitive and it's like they, yeah, we've desensitized, you know, cause we've been around everything, but they're showing us just how much chaos. I love that. It's like, that's cause they're like, Oh my God, it hurts. It hurts. It's whatever, you know, it's like, I, I want to, and that's okay. what they're doing. How do you guys they're they're going within, they go within, mm -hmm. but they're showing us that we can do that too. We, that, that's what we're always yeah. being told. Go within. That's what they're doing. They're just, they're cutting out all this yeah <laughs> yeah you know and it's like when like i don't like going to the grocery store because there's so much 
there's so much energy in there. You got the energy of the people that are trying to shop for groceries that they don't know if they really can afford. You got people that are trying to figure out what to make for dinner. Everybody's in there in a little bit of their own chaos. Maybe they're in a hurry. They had a long day at work. There's usually a lot of energy in a grocery store. <laughs> it's like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know when that became an awareness to me that I don't like being in there, mm. but you know, my kids were still pretty young. I'm pretty sure of that. And it was like, man, I get in there and I start shopping. And by the time I'm halfway done, I'm like, you can't get me out of here fast enough. Can we just get the loaf of bread? Can we just get that thing? You know, can grab that stuff. Let's just get out of here. Um, and then I, I have a hard time focusing and I'm desensitized to a lot of this stuff. So these guys go in oh, an yeah. area like that and they're really sensitive to all of our energy and our, you know, bubbles of chaos <laughs> so Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so that's it's a big subject I think and I think one that's still opening us up a lot as far as there's so much more to discover about these beautiful children and how to they're really teaching us how to be aware well and one of the things that happened early on um was when it was starting to first it's like okay something's happening here you know there's this why are there so many people having this? And because um, it wasn't like that before, it's just a few. And now and then it's like the percentages are going up. And so then, and people started coming more and more to sessions with questions about their children. You know, it's like, why, why is this? Can we cure that? Because that was a big thing. Can, can we fix it? And yeah. that is, and that's, what's beautiful about QHHT is you, you're able to ask things like that. And it's like, okay. And when we get, we connect to the child's higher self, and we can say, okay, so why is this going on? And this is what's beautiful is you'll understand why the child chose. Remember, we chose. Everybody chose how to come in and what to be what to be like. The child chose to be like this, to do this. And it's yeah. to teach them. They're learning from it that they're teaching everybody around them. So that's where just hearing that and understanding that, that brings healing to the parents. It's like it's not something the child wants fixed. It's this is what the child chose. So that's yeah. where it's not a child soul. It's a big grown up soul that's in a child body working on things, having their own experiences, learning their own lessons, doing all these things. So that's where, but it's super healing as a parent or someone, you know, around these children to understand what they're trying to accomplish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that that's what we've, predominantly found i don't yeah but they always come in well they chose it you know and they're here for it's usually specific people around them right and and there's individual reasons like the person that's in the session you know they're learning why they chose to be a parent or a yeah. sibling to yeah. somebody in that situation as well exactly so, yeah there's a there's so much you know and it's it's going to be each person's going to have their own story with that but overall they're teachers and they're Absolutely. showing us they're showing us a world that has fully desensitized ourselves to so many things and um you know they're bringing it back right there's certain things that they they're not able to tolerate and the families their family units are having to make adjustments for that and it's teaching us all mm -hmm. that you know that spectrum of being more sensitive you know, not being so startling or loud or obnoxious or 
-hmm. just even watching our own moods. So exactly. all of it plays into it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. So I hope that helped. Um, if you have more, you know, if there's any comments or any any questions around that, we we can cover that now. Or, but I think we pretty much covered how we <laughs> what probably at least covered our our knowledge of it. But exactly. yeah, I mean the the most exciting thing that I've heard is that when we do achieve the the fifth dimensional frequency, they're no longer um, like mm -hmm. they're they're already that level so now they're going to be in the normal you know they're right. not absolutely be. but like we said that's see that's how they're teaching us they're yeah. teaching us how to be how to work with these new frequencies mm -hmm. i mean think about if you went into a world where there was an extreme high pitch all the time you'd be like this you know that's how you're going to react to it or energy that felt like needles poking at you you're gonna you're not gonna want to be around that you're gonna stay away from the areas that feel that way that's kind of what's happening to them they're showing us these are there's more than just this yeah. picture that you see with the eyes there's an energy going on here and we're trying we're to not picking you. up yeah we're not <laughs> picking it up and so they're showing it to us and, mm -hmm. and helping us to clear that so out. you're saying that okay then i mean because as we fully shift the frequencies then those then the things and needles when yeah. then like see the yeah they're not yeah. experiencing that and that's we'll be going something's off what's off it's because we don't have that constant <laughs> <It's> <laughs> too quiet <laughs> yeah so that's that's the evolved that's another evolution of us it's awesome so i appreciate all of the souls that come in and play these yeah. roles to get us over that hump of you know these pieces we've we've got these beautiful as you were saying waves of of collectives that come in and they're you know they're tackling prejudices and um you know just making us all restructure our way of life the way we think the way the way we interact with each other and now to be more aware of the energy and what we're subjecting ourselves right. to with food with with stimulating energy the kind of music you could we want if the TV shows we watch all the things. So yeah. Absolutely. All right. Should we pump up the volume and have uh Tiffany ask us a question? I think it's time. Oops. Pump it up. <laughs> We're pumping up the phone. Why isn't she joining us? I don't oh. there she is. Uh so no questions around that topic okay so we'll be shifting um and speaking of shifting this is from c as earth shifts <laughs> and we shift do the theoretical beings within the earth also shift from the dimension they are at in the earth meaning like inner earth or what imagine that's an inner earth question yeah probably my first thing is yes. Um, everybody, you know, it's it's whatever experience you are choosing. So the ones that are, I mean, they've been here all this time, <laughs> so they, right. you know, and it's part of the Earth experience. You know, if they're, if they're here right now, then they're shifting. I'm going to go as far as to say, even all the planetary system in the galaxy is shifting because yeah. yeah. if Earth is changing and moving into new locations and positions, that's going to affect. It's going to have a ripple effect on everything. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, because it's a different dimension. And so, I mean, as we know, like in the parallel dimensions, and we have all these different things you have. So here now the earth is in this new dimension. Well, it's got to have a new universe, a new galaxy that is with it. So either they are the same planets and only earth shifted or everything shifted and it's all a different vibration. So what one or the other, or maybe some other option. Yeah. You know, possibility. Does. We don't even know what we don't know. No, we don't. <laughs> That's why we just keep it open and just like, you know what? Oh, they're just saying, okay, they're playing with this with you guys. Okay. Whatever comes in. So just see what comes in. Just, you know, just stay open and then you will receive. They're showing me how you're receiving and, but, but you're not giving it its due. So they're like, just where you're asking that question. And we love these questions. I'm telling you, but it's like, you know, keep on with yourself. Just, you know, ask and they give you the answer. Cause that's like, we don't know. We don't know, but we all can explore and just stay open because that's how we learn. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, we're tapping in this. That's exactly what we're doing. What we just did was what felt, you know, it's like what feels right. You know, where we're scanning. I mean, this is what happens to me. And I can only guess it's what's happening to Tracy because she goes, does a similar thing. And it's like, you scan the universe, the galaxies, you're scanning all this stuff really fast. And then it comes in and what feels right, you know, so an answer comes in. So just play with that, allow that to happen. And you'll be surprised. Yeah. (laughs) It's all happening and it's all, however we perceive it, it's, you know, there's a lot going on with that. Um, I was watching the Flash movie with the kids the other last yeah. night, uh-huh. and you know the Flash he can move so fast and he can go through time. Right. So of course there's a moment where he goes back in time, and here's how they explained it. So I love this, and hopefully it's not a spoiler because for me that was almost the best part of the whole movie. Right. So they have Michael Keaton playing one of the Batman's, by the way, which was fun. So he's saying, okay, so you went. Back in time, or I don't, he had a way to do this that I don't think I'm going to be able to do. So, so he split it at the end. So you go back this far in time and then that creates new timelines and they fork off and split this one. He said, no, that's not how it works. You go back in time. Now you've created a new timeline. So it's, you're on this timeline and then you go back in time and then it splits. So now you got two completely different dimensions and timelines and realities that it didn't split like this it totally made a new timeline he was using spaghetti and it was much easier but <laughs> anyways i was just like there okay i needed to hear that piece that's why I, that's why i suffered through this movie no it's <laughs> 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 like um it was interesting to me to think oh okay but then so when I got what you were saying you that. didn't just change it from that. I got point. okay. Yeah. Like he's saying you didn't just change it like, oh, I'm going back 10 years, and then from that point it splits off and forks the old uh, reality, the new one, but it changed that reality completely. You're on a different timeline. You're on a different timeline completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because but that's also that where, it shows where you difference. made a different decision and now you're yeah. on a different timeline. Yeah. So that's also though where we can jump around to different timelines. We can go back to that mental, that process or thought process that got, that was on the other one. See, this is where the timelines are coming from different thought processes. Yeah. You know, when you reframing, resetting, you know, that shifts things and it's now you're on a different one. 
when you do yeah. that. You, you can change history like that. See, that puts you on a different timeline. We probably already have the history mm -hmm. you, you think you know now was yeah. probably the history you knew yesterday, right? Exactly. So yeah. Very true. Yeah. Why do you think these movies are getting more and more convoluted? Well, for me, it seems like it's like the Marvel movies really tell us a lot. And typically, I really like watching those. And uh, But I watched the Netflix version of Flash, and then they made a movie, Flash. And there was so much conflict between the two storylines that I was having a hard time following it. So, okay. so then I was like, they could have done that better. You know, if they're going to have us all watching this on Netflix and then make a movie about it. Um <laughs> Anyway, they did some things that didn't make sense to me, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was still it was good, and I learned something. I learned something from watching it, and or, or at least it got me to think out of my box. You know, what we don't know what we don't know, kind of thing. And I was sitting there going, "That's an interesting concept," and I think I'm following what he's saying here. And there was more to it, but that was just one of the pieces to that particular conversation. So, cool. Anyway. I love time movies and <laughs> seeing how, yeah. how are they going to do it? What are they going to do? And then I love to track them, especially when they start jumping back and forth. And it's like, okay, are you staying with it? Because that, you know how much research they had to do or how much stuff they had to do to make that sure they got all of that right. <laughs> because because yeah. people like me are watching it. Okay. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Now they, they dropped the ball here because that should have been like this. <laughs> yeah. Totally. So agreed. <laughs> agreed. All right, so timelines. Did we answer the question? <laughs> the question, what? What was our question? Oh, okay. but if, if, yeah, if the earth, oh, if the people in the inner, people in the earth. Yeah. Right? And we are assuming they mean inner earth. And yeah. Yeah, I think we did. Okay. All right. So that summons the great Tiffany for another question. So on your timeline, uh, Gina is asking, I've been having many dreams about time shifting. Is this part of the same thing? I would say so. Be, be very aware of your so. dreams. You know, mm -hmm. dreams are telling you a lot. I know we, we have a tendency to cast them off as all oh, it's just a dream, but that's where our information, we you see the conscious mind is not active at that point. So you're allowing information in and you're, you are traversing dimensions and, and all kinds of things at that point. So. Yeah. It could very well be. I wouldn't doubt it a bit. Good question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pay pay attention. Stay aware. That's where the journaling comes in. I don't do it, but it'd be a good idea. Excuse me. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. Uh -huh. That got me the other day. Um, what was that? The sneezing got me the other day in the middle oh. of something that, you know, okay. not a good time for sneezing. And then my throat got so dry I couldn't talk. I know. Imagine it, you guys. I lived it. It was real. Mind-blowing. I can't fathom it. <laughs> I was like drinking water. <laughs> but, but yeah, stay, stay aware of your dreams. I mean, just be be cognizant. Um, um, and then, I, you know, the few times I have, there's been a few times I've been compelled to write my dream down because it was just like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah. i I would like to do it on a more consistent basis. I would probably remember more of them, you know, because like I had a really cool one this morning, but I started forgetting it. It's right away. I was like, oh, oh. you know, um, 
and it might have had some things in it. If, if I were to start writing it right away, if, see, it comes back. It will stay with you for a little while. And then mm. now some, I heard some, maybe this is a meme or something. It said, if you remember, if you still remember your dreams many years later, then it wasn't a dream. It was a visitation. It was a whatever, there's different things that happened. So that was, that's oh. your lucid things or that's your, those, those aren't going to leave you. And that's, you know, the ones I've written down, they haven't left. I still know what happened to them. <laughs> and so those are the ones that compelled me to write about them. So maybe you don't need to write about the ones that are like that. See, that kind of makes sense because you're making me think, which ones do I remember? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's the ones that really had something to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I had a dream that I was going to have three boys. And do you, you know who's Sylvia Brown? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sylvia Brown was in my dream and we were at my grandparents' house and she walks me over and sits me down on their couch, which was a very specific couch. It was like this kind of pea green color and everything. And then it's like, and she says, you have a question for me. I said, yeah, I want to know how many kids I'm going to have. So this before, I think I had Josh at this time. I said, I want to know how many kids I'm going to have. And she goes, well, you already have that answer because I'd asked that in a meditation and I didn't get an answer. She goes, you already have the answer. You're going to have three boys and one's going to be harder than the other two. And then I woke up <laughs> and I had three boys and one was harder than the other two because he was just born. And then that's when the marriage dissolved and I did that one on my own and it was hard. Yeah. So it was a true dream. But yeah, like I it, right now, as I'm telling it to you, that there's so many details in my head that I'm not sharing that yeah. it's like, yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> but well, Tiffany came to me in a dream before she was born and she told me her name. Oh, Jaden came to me in a dream so that I would actually have him because I think I was already on that page that my marriage was over. Oh, yeah. And after holding him in the dream, was so wild I'm holding him and my oldest Josh is sitting next to me saying mom I want to hold him too and I'm like and I just know when I hand him over that I'm going to wake up oh. <laughs> and so I'm just sitting there holding him and I and I'm putting Josh I'm like just give me a minute just give me a minute and I'm just looking at him and I just know that if I hand him over I'm going to wake up and as soon as I did boom I woke up but all the love that I felt for him I had to have that dream so that I would yeah. follow through and, and bring him in I also had a dream that the two younger ones Devin and Jaden I was looking for them and then I found them in one of the bedrooms and they were grown up and they were toddlers at the time that I had the dream they were they were grown up and they and from behind they looked the same and I was like I didn't know who was who until they turned around and I actually had that experience in my house a few months back when I walked in the kitchen and their hair color was similar at that point. Mm -hmm. And I walked in for a moment. I was like, I didn't know which one was which. And then I was like, Oh my God, that's like the dream. Mm. And so, yeah. So every once in a while I'll get them apparently around my children. <laughs> but yeah. So it's interesting. Pay attention to your dreams. They yeah. do tell you things. Mm -hmm. So. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, now that we're talking about dreams. Mm -hmm. Now they're all coming in. Mm -hmm. Oh. 
<laughs> All right. Do did we answer that question? I would say so. I think you did, but let's keep going with dreams. Okay. Uh, this is from Ellie. I keep having dreams about dogs coming after me and latching onto my arm. Eventually, I get them to let go. Any insights into what that's all about? Ha ha. Um. Yeah, I think you're looking for a dream book or something. I am, and I, I just moved. I just moved everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. And and okay, was there fear? Of, something else that you want to look at your emotions that you had in there too, besides what things represent, and a dog or something latching on. Um, so you have I'm to. Pretty look sure the dogs are a masculine energy. What side was it that they were latching on to? Um. If it's right or left, that tells us. Okay. Yeah. So tell us what side, right or left, if that, if mm -hmm. there's a way to decipher that. And then, um, so it could be an aggressive masculine energy that you're dealing with either at work or at home. So where, where are you at when this is happening? There's yeah, a lot. And what are your feelings about it? Cause it's like, I mean, yeah. you're just thinking you're latching on and you tried to let go. I'm not hearing, uh, you know, usually it's like, yeah. I'm so scared. I was this, I didn't hear that. You know, it was just, they were latching on. Yeah. So it is the left side. Um, and then uh, could you let us know also what's the, what's the setting that you're in? But yeah, what is your feeling with that? And does that fit? Is there, they, they also say they were oddly calm in the dream. There, there we go. Oh, good. Yeah. That's a really good sign that you're in control of somebody Maybe somebody's attacking you. It could be a lawsuit. It could be somebody at work that's sabotaging you. It could be a lot of different things. It could this be something like left. That's from the past. It's something from the past. Um, maybe somebody trying to get your attention. Yeah. Latching on. Um, and you're trying to get rid of it, trying to let go. So is there something? In, is, yeah, is there yeah something there's something you there you're ready to let go of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something yes. like, see, that could be a message that you're trying to give yourself it's like there's something that happened in the past that you're still holding on to you're still ooh, <laughs> yeah or someone from the past that's trying to hold on to you but in a dream all the characters are you unless it is a visit like we were talking about yeah and what do those characters mean to you like if you're dreaming about their family members if you're dreaming of the animals mm -hmm. um maybe look up the meaning of those animals and just see if you can play detective a little bit. Look some of those symbols up and be careful. Some some dream, like if you're Googling it, some dream things are very negative. Just stay away from those. Yeah. And go for real simple answers and then evolve it for yourself with right. find what resonates and then you put your spin on it. Absolutely. And again, like how do you feel about dogs? You know, so it might be your feelings yeah. there. How did you feel about those that dog? You know, Absolutely. look at things like that. Um yeah, all those things matter, but I completely agree. Yeah, be discern. Yeah, but dream analogy is an awesome way to get some information. If you remember your dreams and you write them down, um, Betty Bethards is the dream book I have, dream book by Betty Bethards, and it's really, it's simple, and it's um, it gives you just enough to get that idea of, oh, okay, this like a dog is masculine energy, a cat is a feminine energy, I think, I think is what it is. It's been a while since I cracked that one open. But um, 
you know, it gives you enough to look at it, but find one that resonates with you and play in that because that's a neat way to get some information. Yeah. It's anyway. hard going mm -hmm. to bed at night. Mm -hmm. You do. It's an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Secret coding system. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. I built so many dream books. It's not even funny. I don't know where to find any of them, but yeah. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Uh, shifting gears again. Um, this is from Trixie and they are asking, do you know how your mom came to hypnotherapy? I do. <laughs> I do know how she came. Um, so it started with my father. My father was trained. We were stationed in the Philippines because he was military, um, career Navy and we we're stationed in the Philippines. And there was someone a Philip from in the Philippines that was teaching hypnosis and my father was interested. And so, you know, they had time for things like that to learn new things. And they said he was very good. And anyway, he learned. And then we came back stateside. He was working with uh, people that he was working, you know, on the base that were being called back or had issues, different, you know, nervous system issues or whatever, just habits, things like that. So my mother was helping him just to do that. And then, uh, so in that process, she was learning you know, what he was doing and how, how that worked. Um, and then in the, I'll try to condense the story a little bit, but in the course, while he was helping all these other people, the doctor uh, at the hospital on the base had a patient as one of the military wives and who had a, ne a nervous eating disorder. And he was like, he'd done everything he could. And it just, she wasn't responding. So he'd heard about my father and how he was helping a lot of the men. He said, maybe that can help, you know, maybe can relax her so she can just you know, be calmer and, and be okay. So he was working with her, he and my mother, and um, my mother was acting as his assistant at that point. So they were working on that. And this woman, they got, you know, she was a beautiful subject and she went down very easily. And yes, she relaxed all her, her physical issues cleared up, you know, they all, you know, went beautifully. And then in that process, and after, you know, like they worked with all that, then all of a sudden she just spontaneously went into uh, another life, a life in the, 20s in, in Chicago and it was like whoa what's this all about because this is back in the 60s this was yeah. it's not prevalent back then you know so it was all very new so anyway so that's a whole story that mom wrote about in, in um, five lives remember because they end up going back through five lives of hers and it was just like them being very curious so that's what my mother she learned that from my father how this works and then how to just be curious and how to ask questions and how, cause it's amazing how he did this adventure with this, this person. So, um, then life took over and, you know, my father had a horrible car accident. And so then we all moved and, and they retired in here in Arkansas. Um, then we were all teenagers and so we got, grew up and, um, uh, then we all left home and mom's like, okay, now what do I do with the rest of my life? And she's like, you know, I really enjoyed that time travel I was doing back there. So she wanted to do that again, but she didn't like the method that my father was doing because it was very long, drawn out. It was the old, you know, watch the shiny object. And she's like, I just don't have the patience for that long of a thing, you know, and all the stuff that you have to do. So she looked into the current hypnosis methods and they were about relaxation and visualization, things like that. So she started, you know, just trying those things and, and then just gradually, because of the work she'd done, the experience she had, she was able to create her own technique. And it was from seeing what, what they'd done before and then what was current. And then also by having sessions on herself, you know, she was 
able to see, okay, I don't like that. I do like this. What makes this work? She, she, she kind of deconstructed it, you know, and then put it back together the way she liked it. And that's how she got into it and how she created her own technique. QHHT, quantum healing hypnosis technique. Yes. Quite quantum. Yes, <laughs> it is. It's a really cool story. Yeah. Yeah. And I know we always we always thank Dolores for bringing bringing this to us, but really we need to be thanking your dad. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. That's why I always want to let everybody know he started it. He was the original hypnotist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then to just add sweetness to that, your mom evolved it and did all this research around it and created this beautiful modality for all of us to work with. Absolutely. You know, and what they got back in there, you know, what he got in those five lives. I mean, they went back through lives. They went back to her creation when she was part of source, a part of God. They went between lives when she was a spirit. And, um, you know, and all that information and mom got again, you know, she started working with people and it was like all of it. Nothing was ever contradicted and everything. And then where it went further was where you know, mom was, you know, contact with ETs and uh, then the actual, you know, source of all information, <laughs> you know, the, the higher self. So yeah. that's just what it kept going. See, it just, that's the evolution. And yeah. they showed her how to contact them. And so and that's what we teach in QHHD. This is how you do this. You get the answers to your question. <laughs> Next time, Tiffany should answer that question. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my grandmother, my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, mm. <laughs> I, love I like it. some of the detail. Ah. <laughs> you have all the details. Well, hers is by story. She gets it later. You know, I lived through it, so that's where it's. Yeah, I know it, but um, yeah, it's not it's not a hard story. But um, she has other details probably because she lived through other parts of it. Right. So we'll have to interview Tiffany sometime. See what she remembers. Yeah, sometime we need to get you on here, Tiffany, and you can talk about traveling with grandma. That would be fun. I think you even could do a slideshow with pictures. Oh. <laughs> you she guys are funny. Anything, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, where'd she go? <laughs> we can let you ask the next question. We'll We'll let you off the hook with that. Thank you. All right, so now that we've moved into the realm of QHHT. Um, this is from Sandy. Have you experienced a session where the SC became emotional? Hmm. Oh, I know where that's coming from. Um, yeah, because we always say, oh, the SC is not emotional. And, and if they are emotional, that's a conscious mind coming in there, things like that. Um, it's not common. I mean, usually if, if that's exactly what I just said. That's what's happening. You're conscious. That's why I sit here and go. The higher self is because they're seeing everything from a different perspective and it's this big picture perspective and emotions are, there's love, but it's, it's a different way that everything is seen. It's seen like, okay, well, this is why this is happening. Well, what's the big deal? You know, is that kind of a thing, you know, yeah. so it doesn't have the emotions that we all were so attached to all these things. So it's usually if emotions are coming in, that means you've hit something uh, very, very uh, on for the client. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah, they're, and, they're, and they'll come up their conscious mind. Is moving. It's, I draw yeah. a picture in level two where I show how close that conscious mind is to that. You know, when you're, when you're making contact and it's sitting right there. And sometimes if you ask the right question, a very personal one, that conscious mind is going to 
pop its head up and that sometimes it's you know it'd be very personal questions and that's where you might have emotions yeah and I've, I've had that before but it wasn't the it wasn't the higher self with the emotions it was yeah it was the the critical or the conscious version mm-hmm. of them that was having and the higher self was clarifying yes that um like if it was you julia the higher self would be saying julia is responding to or having an emotional reaction to this right now oh okay do we want to you know so they're even talking to me about the emotional response and i've had that happen but yeah it's usually coming from the third dimension um, yeah it's it's coming from the consciousness from the the conscious mind part because that's where the emotions are you know that they're they're what's the word i keep trying to find here but Anyway, that yeah. you, you hit something, you know, and there, it, that, that's why it's okay. You hit a yeah, it was a trigger of some sort, and it right. needed to be released. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, so that's that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next question, please, darling. Uh, still continuing with QHHT. This is from Juliet. Uh, when in a QHHT session, I went to a dark void. The practitioner <laughs> moved me to a next life. I feel the need to know what about what is that void? Is it bad or good? What is the void? Yeah, well, there is no bad. Everything is good. It's all love and it's all something. Um, um, I don't know what level this practitioner is or was. um, And I'm not going to speak, you know, I think, but, you know, there's always learning and everything. The void is something. And sometimes it's a gateway to something else. So that's why if you can just travel through that void, you can find out, because sometimes it goes to someplace really, really cool. And um, so I would like to see practitioners explore the void and, and see what they can find, you know, not be, sometimes they think, oh, it's nothing and they just move you out. And so it's like, this is where we try I to. I remember as a, as a practitioner in the earlier years, if my client went, I'm not seeing anything, it's just black. That's a scary thing. It is. <laughs> You're like, oh, I'm here to help this person. And they're also seeing it's black. And then I think it was a level two and, yeah. and also communicating with you about that and on the forum, talking about it on the forum. There is a lot of information on the forum about this, by the way. If anybody runs into it, go to the forum. If you're a practitioner, you know what I'm talking about, but this is a resource for practitioners. There is a whole lot on there about the void. But yeah, once I started, once I figured out how to get them through that, through that void in the darkness. How to not be afraid of it. Because that's that's why yeah. we teach about it in level two is so that you won't be afraid because that's your typical reaction. <laughs> you know, and you do that, then the client does that, and everybody's freaking out. Oh my gosh, it's nothing. And then yeah. you know. and yeah. and <laughs> most often blackness, the more that I've learned about it, the more excited I got when that people actually went there because it's where creation happens. Exactly. And so <laughs> if they're in creation, then it's actually kind of showing you how powerful, how big, how expanded you are because you're part you're, of this, this yeah, you, creation. Yeah, it, it goes, it goes into things that are really cool. So it's like, you know, yeah. so I'm just practitioners out there. Don't be afraid of it. Just explore it because it can go someplace really cool. And if you want to know more about it, go to level two, the forum actually, you know, like you're saying there, but level two, we teach you how to work with it. Yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> what else changing it up 
What is the, this is from Christy. What is the significance of the Lion's Gate portal? Um, that's a good question. I should know that answer because I'm actually playing in the Lion's Gate portal in Lion's Gate. And we did that last year too. We yeah, had that, so that's eight, August, right? 8-8? Eight, eight. Yeah, 8-8. Eight, eight. And it's, so astrologically, we just had a full moon that's like opening up a lot of things for us. And then we go into this Lion's Gate um, of the 8-8 eight, eight portals. I'm now not sure we're, going, because we're in the sign of Leo. Are we in the sign of Leo right now? Sign of Leo. Yeah, we're in the Leo sign. There's a mm -hmm. lot of things going on astrologically that'll play into it. My personal feelings on this. So this is how everyone believes. Take it, leave it. Um, because we have this this portal, what we're calling a portal, the Lionsgate portal, we have a mass amount of people looking at this as a day of manifesting, a day of creating, a day of opening, and, and these gateways are opening for us to all create in, which means we're creating gateways for us to all create in because we're doing it as a mass collective because we're all identifying this portal this day, this <laughs> moment. And we're working in the Leo or the Lyran energy right now, which is very much a leader. Um, you know, the Leos are the leaders, they're the way showers and stuff like that. And so for me, it just kind of, it's a beautiful energy to work in where you're stepping in your power and you're creating something. So that's my landscape. Two cents. Cool. Yeah. That happen? I mean, just as you're doing, I'm adding up all these numbers and I'm thinking 2024, it will be 888. Yes, that's going to be a good one. We'll have to start thinking now about what do we want to do on 888? Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That was quick adding. Well done. <laughs> okay, Tiffany, did you want to add to that? Uh, no, but I can go to another question. Oh, thank you. Perfect. <laughs> um, this is from Casey. How do we raise our vibration? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's actually very easy. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Be happy. It's love. It's what do you think? You know, think happy thoughts. Yeah. Um, yeah, go do something I, you love to do. Walk away from the thing that's creating the low vibration. Yeah. Um, take a break from it. So if you're going through stuff, you're having a hard time at work or relationships giving you trouble, whatever it might be, take a little break from it. Go for a walk in the woods, sing a song, play your favorite music, dance in the rain, right? Go dance and be silly. Like Oh, that's that's why we yeah. dance at all of our events. Yeah. That's one of the reasons. That's the main reason right there. <laughs> yeah, but go to something that takes your mind off of it. You know, meet a friend for lunch or dinner or something. But just getting out of the rut that you're in will help you raise that vibration. And then get into childlike wonderment if you can. Be silly, be stupid, be whatever. <laughs> See, <laughs> Julia just made us laugh. And now our vibrations went up. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I had that kind of happen here today. Um, poor Josh was just having one of those days where every time he turned around, something that he was trying to do didn't work, you know, and so he was getting a little bit frustrated with that. 
got home from town and something was missing out of the bag kind of thing, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, so he was getting a little bit frustrated with that. So we went outside for a little bit and there were some things we needed to do out there. And by the time he tinkered around outside before he had to leave again, um, he was giggling and, and in a good spirit and stuff like that. So we took his mind off of the things that weren't working. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't even have to be a lot, you know, it's just like, it can be the little things and they just keep adding up and it's like, huh, give me a break. But, you know, somewhere he was putting too much pressure on himself and it just needed, spirit was just kind of showing him, hey, with all these little things, even the little things are causing you meltdown here. So it's time to take a break from this. Yeah, step away. That's what you bam, bam. It's like, step away, go for a walk, anything, just step away. Yeah. And then when you come back, it's okay. You know, you'll be all right. You'll the yeah. solution will be right there usually. Absolutely. Or no longer, you know, it's like, okay, made a mountain out of a molehill. That's really not a big deal. Okay, I'm okay. Um, sometimes it's because we're hangry, right? We just need to eat something, get our blood sugars back up. But yeah, you know, take good care of yourself, do something for you, and uh yeah, take a break from what you're doing. But yeah, if you're doing like you really want to be conscious about it, you know, just like we're saying, think happy thoughts. You can do things like I am God. I am light. I am, you know, I, I was watching a reel from a show we did. I don't know when it was, but anything, but we we're talking about one of the things you can say things like, and this is manifesting to us. I'm so lucky, you know, I'm just so saying lucky. that I am so lucky. Yeah. Do, you feel, do you feel it go up when you do that? You know, know, I had a friend of mine tell me, I'm not going to demonstrate this because it would just wouldn't work in this frame, but I will kind of, she told me to just stand up and start doing this with your arms and you just keep doing this. And she says, it's almost impossible to stay angry when you start doing this. And I was like, that can't be real. (laughs) So I tried it and it does. It just kind of brings all this energy through and, and it's almost just the energy. It just so shifts. that's probably what it's doing. It's moving the energy. So now, yeah. So, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. we had like twenty minutes a minute ago. What happened to our game? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now everybody's got to go out and move your yeah. arms, swing your arms around, <laughs> do it. Go see if it works. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nothing else is going to make you feel silly. Probably gets more oxygen into the body or something. Absolutely. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. the arms are getting good exercise too. The heart, everything. (laughs) All good. So, yeah, we got our two minute warning. It's anyway. So, um, if you are interested in QHHT, go to QHHTofficial.com. You can get, you can see we're practitioners. You can find a practitioner if you want to have a session. If you want to take the course, all the information is there on the front page, on the home page. It's also at the, uh, in the menu bar, um, under courses. So you can take the course online in the comfort of your own home. Tracy has a coupon code that you can use. Yep. The magic is real. All one word. Plug it in. It'll get you 10% off of your level one course. Yeah. And then um, and if you're interested in getting together, we're having a retreat in Spain and we're going to have another one in another part of the world in January. We're almost ready to announce it. But this is where we all come together. So if you want to be with like minded people, come on. Um, So that information is on there as well. And Tracy, how can they find you? You can find me at qhhtofficial.com under find a practitioner, Tracy Mahan. I'm out in Oregon, or you can go to tracymahan.com and you can find me there. 
And if you want to schedule, I have a nice little app right there that'll let you do it. So come find me over at tracymahan.com or QHHT official. Let's talk a little bit if we have time about Soul Speak because we haven't done that. And I'm finding this last week that it might be important to remind people you have this book. Oh, okay. So I'm going to get the book out. Your body. Yeah. It, it tells you what aches and pains and illnesses and diseases, anything going on with your body, any physical issues, what they are trying to tell you. They are just messages. They are not things that you are destined to have or that you, that's your fate. It's messages. These are messages that you are trying to tell yourself. You're trying to get something through to you. So it's helping you to understand them. I also have an online course that expands on what the book does, but either one, you will understand these things. You just will go further and become uh, a certified practitioner of soul speak if you will i love how we also we start talking really fast because we realize we're we know we're on their time if you're a practitioner and you have not taken that course i highly 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 recommend it it will help you in your sessions all right, right, guys. Com. So, <laughs> so i love you all tiffany thank you so much <laughs>